guys, welcome to Young Adult Path to Progress. My name is Allie Dietz. I am so excited to bring this episode to you today. I had a conversation with my best friend, Kaylina McKelvey, who works in the automotive industry, all about building out your path in your career in a time of COVID-19. Kaylina has a natural entrepreneurial bone in her body, and I have recognized this in her since we met. I met her at Elon when we were sophomores, and I was working for the magazine on campus and decided to interview her for the magazine because she grew up in China, and I thought it was a really interesting story. And as I've gotten to know her through the years, I've realized that this unique way of growing up has really put her in a position to truly understand business operations and think five steps ahead. Her dad is an entrepreneur. He runs several businesses in China. Both of her brothers are entrepreneurs. So it runs in her family. And she has been almost the brains behind all of the business operations that I'm currently laying out for my podcast and my life coaching business. So it's been really great for me to have her on my side during all of this. And she's always been that way for me. She's always pushed me to think five steps ahead. She's always challenged me to learn more skills, work extra hard, not look at the 40 hours a week and be daunted because it's a lot of work, but kind of reframe your mind about how important it is to put in that time for something that you love. And hopefully we're all working towards our goals of living a happy life and working in something that we love. I feel like right now is a super important time for everyone to be thinking five steps ahead for your career. With COVID um, hitting in March, we have all seen a lot and it's put us all in a very difficult situation, but it's also put us all in a very unique position to be able to build out our own paths and not just follow a specific formula that was laid out for us. So even though COVID has been awful and we've all been hit in our own ways, it also has a silver lining of shattering that formula that we were told we need to follow and given us all a chance to pause and figure out what it is that we want to do and figure out how to move forward doing that. So Me and Kaylina talked about a few tips on how you can put yourself in the best position to build out your career, the career that you want to be living, and build out your life, the life that you want to be living, how you can think five steps ahead and put yourself in an advantage when you're trying to take the next steps towards your goals. Um, I hope that you guys feel inspired by the conversation that we had. I know that we both listened back to it and we were super excited about it. Both of us were super into the conversation when we were having it and we left totally on fire, so excited. And I hope that you guys can feel the same way and enjoy. I am here with Kaylina, my best friend from college. Well, we know each other from college. She's just like my best friend in life. (laughs) But we actually decided to record this podcast episode a few months ago when I was trying to figure out if I wanted to start my podcast up or not. And Kaylina and I, we were in West Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) Having a good time. Yeah, wine. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it was in the middle of quarantine, right when COVID first hit. And we kind of started talking about what careers are going to look like now following COVID and how it's affecting, yes, people who are our age, we're both 24, um, but also specifically people who are just graduating, who are trying to figure out what their career looks like. And it's a whole new, it's a whole new world for them mm -hmm. to graduate and try and get a job. And this is probably extremely scary. We are very lucky that we graduated two years ago. So we kind of got a jump start on the career. Yeah, we kind of missed that bubble of coronavirus in college. So that would be, that's good for us. Yeah, we're, we're a little lucky. We got out just in time, but we were having this conversation and it, it actually, this conversation is kind of what pushed me to decide I wanted to make this podcast. It was, I, there was like a web of things that happened and this was definitely one of those things that I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So anyways, guys, Kaylina McKelvey. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> nice to meet you guys. She's the perfect person to have on to talk about what careers are going to look like following the hit of COVID and um, how you can, as a young adult, try and start your career out in the best way possible living in this new world. Kaylina, do you want to tell me a little bit about what you think careers are going to look like now that COVID has hit? Now that COVID has hit, yeah. Um, so hello, everyone. Again, I am Kaylina. To your question, you know, obviously, you know, Ali mentioned I have a very interesting outtake on life because I did not, I grew up, you know, halfway across the world in China and, um, you know, that kind of has an impact on someone's life when you move there when you're 10 and you know, you go to high school there and, you know, middle school and you and then you jump back into the United States life of college. And, you know, that's where Allie and I met and everything. And, you know, looking back, you're we had no idea that COVID was going to be or anything like this, you know, being on lockdown and quarantining and, you know, controlling your actions and being indoors. I work in corporate America right now for an automotive company and, you know, halfway through March they made the call. They were like, we cannot ensure everyone's safety within the building, so everyone's working from home. And it was like, okay, we'll work from home for two weeks. You know, that's what everyone thought. And then it became a month, and then two months. And then it was like, okay, it's an indefinite, or it's until Labor Day, which is coming up. But for my situation now, I'm working from home until January 2021. And that was probably unfathomable thinking back to where I was in March, right? When that first started happening. And, you know, obviously for PR reasons and getting press and stuff, a lot of companies have said that their workforce does not even need to go back at all in general, ever again. Twitter did that. Um, they were the first ones to do that and say that they, they don't need their employees to be coming back and there's no reason for it. And, you know, speaking from corporate America background, it's very interesting to see how companies are shifting their spend and, uh, you know, will companies need to have a lot of money to be renting out a building and having places for employees to work. So I think in general, like a lot of there's going to be a big shift in putting more spend into IT and tech for the employees. I mean, this is obvious given, you know, even when we when I first started working from home, everyone had an issue with the VPN. And if your company and the employees can't get onto the company VPN, 
you're screwed. Like you're wasting man hours on an IT issue. And so that's something that our company has really been trying to work on and like getting our tech and IT and security up to par and giving the employees a lot more tools to use at home to make their life easier. Um, and so that's something that's very interesting to me. And, you know, we're still paying for our building. Like my company is still paying for the building that they rent. There's been talks of possibly like, you know, do we need the building? Are we going to just merge with another building? Is it going to be at half capacity when we do go back? So it's very interesting to think about all this and, you know, thinking five steps ahead, like Ali said, like um, it's po- this whole co- coronavirus has poked a lot of holes in where bigger companies, bigger legacy companies have dropped the ball. And for my company specifically, it was like our IT system was not up to par. And, you know, for example, to dumb it down a little bit, like our hand sanitizer situation in the U.S. was not good. Like everyone freaked out and overbought it. And now um, it pokes a lot of holes in that. And now everyone's putting tequila on their hands and, you know, whatever. It's just stuff like that. That's like a lot of maybe it's political. Like, I don't know. But there's a lot of like holes in America right now. And that really was put against the the light with coronavirus and everything. So, you know, how how can someone who's just coming out of college gauge for what type of industry will be the best within a world that will keep having pandemics? So AI is a big one. Tech is always going to be a big one. There's like fifth graders who know how to code and know how to make computers now. You know, everything's going to be online. How do you like give someone an in-person experience from the safety of their computer at home. And so I think a lot of these industries are gonna keep popping up and you know bridging the gap between online and offline experiences. And you know, if I do need to go in the store, how can the person at the store make me feel better? How, like what type of training, what type of you know, different materials and things can people have um, to, give their peop- to give their customers like more satisfaction in a world of dissatisfaction? Yeah, and definitely a, sa- a, a peace of mind in a world where you yeah. are constantly on edge yeah or like airline companies it's a big one like they had to completely redo everything that they knew about sanitation and about everything so how does what kind of new technologies are coming up to like help these companies reach those goals of whatever so being a young person and just seeing the opportunity there and being not an opportunist because that kind of has like a negative connotation but being a good candidate for working in a industry that's ever evolving and changing Um, to fit the needs of larger businesses that need help with their customers right now. Yeah, and I think that that's a big thing about everything is evolving, everything is changing right now. And we learned a certain formula when we were in college and we had this idea of what our careers were going to look like, what we were going to do when we graduated, we had it all figured out. You graduate in 2020 and all of a sudden all of that is completely switched. Companies aren't hiring as much right now because they don't have the money to hire. They don't know what their roles look like because everything is kind of switching to a digital sphere, which is something mm-hmm. that I want to talk to you about because I know that mm-hmm. that's something that you're pe- very passionate about mm-hmm. is that everything's moving digital. Um, Kaylina talks a lot about the digital revolution that we're entering into right now. And obviously COVID has kind of pushed it up. <laughs> yeah. Pushed us right into it. So I guess as a young adult, someone who's just coming into their career, how can you put yourself in the best position to still build a career mm-hmm. at a time like this where we don't even know what what the career force looks like? 
Yeah, you know, a lot of people envision like a very cut and dry, cookie cutter way of uh, going about their life. And it's, you know, school and then a job and then you get promoted and you become a manager. And I just don't think that's how it is anymore. Look at TikTok. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you see all these people who work 50 years of their life to get into an exec position. And then you have a young 15 year old who makes Dances. millions of dollars instantly. Right. And, yeah. you know, it's all about the intention. Like if your intention is to, you know, be a successful, well-known CEO with, you know, great respect. Great. But if your intention is money, find, you know, a way to reach that intention. But, you know, I think given, you know, what Ali was saying about my entrepreneurial blood, it's it's not about that cut and dry path anymore. And I think it's very much about how can you make yourself into a versatile employee, not for a company, but for yourself. And what can you do to push yourself to be usable in any type of case for a business, especially when, you know, for example, in my company, there's people doing two jobs right now because a position was empty when COVID first started and then budgets got moved around and they were like, whoa, this position doesn't exist anymore. And then the next person is like, oh my God, I have to do both. Mm-hmm. And I think being freshly out of college, a lot of a lot of people have the can do, will do, willpower bone in their body because they want to really try and impress their new employer. But, you know, that's something that people really need to focus on and really trying hard. Like a lot of people think that 40 hours is a lot in a week. Like, I'm sorry, it's not. A lot of people will complain about it and they'll be like, oh, I want to just work my day-to-day job and, you know, that's it. That's fine for me. But if you really want to succeed in a world that's stressed out, then you need to meet that stress level for your own self. Do you think that that stress level is going to change or shift at all with COVID? Because I think that now we're seeing this new way of working, that Mm -hmm. you can work from home. And that takes away, I think, a lot of the stress of like, I have to stay in the office for X amount of hours. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the world is going to go back to a place where that high, fast paced life is is the norm? Or do you think that there's going to be this balance that you can do your work from home? If you get it done, you can go do what you want to do. Or, I mean, as someone, I haven't been working since Mm -hmm. COVID hit. So as someone who has, do you feel like there's been more stress added to your your plate i think about this question a lot because i obviously am like okay well my company just said that we're not going back until minimum january 1st 2021 and i think about it a lot because i'm like okay well what happens if our hiring freeze stops and someone wants to do an interview and how do they want to like how do they how do we do how do we conduct because in-person interviews are very strong and they really tell a lot about a person but you know given the age of Zoom and the age of, you know, FaceTime and doing video interviews and stuff. I just feel as though people were becoming more comfortable doing things digitally in general. And I think now that we are so trained, like it's a luxury to be working from home right now. And now that everyone has been living with it for six months, good luck trying to take it away from people. Every survey that goes out in my company, like, oh, how how satisfied are you with the decision of returning on January 1st, 2021? And the results come back. 95% of people are like, it's too soon. That's like four months away. And people are already concerned about it. And they're already like, I don't want to go back. Do they not want to go back because they are scared of being sick, of getting sick with their colleague in close proximity? Probably not. It's because people got the luxury of working from home 
And it's human nature to expect something that has always been there. And now that working from home is quote unquote, you know, the has norm. been the norm. Yeah. I do not, I do not see that being well received. And I think although working from home is very comfortable, you know, given the type of podcast that this is and the audience being a young adult, single female in a studio apartment, it is very, very difficult to blur the lines of work life and home life. Like you're sitting on your couch or you're sitting in a chair or whatever, you close your laptop, you're like, okay, that was the only like thing that differentiated me working and not working was me closing my laptop. And you're at home and you're, my studio became my quote unquote office work life. So there's no line anymore, which is hard. It's all just, but you know, that's why people started walking and they started getting out of their house. They don't want to be inside. They're like, no, I was inside all day and that's it. But you know, I'm an extrovert. I'm sure many people can relate to this, but not being around people drains you. It drains you of your energy because you need to talk to people to become energized. And for me, it's like, okay, that adds more stress to my life, but it is, it's because of the work-life balance. It's not because of the work, if that makes sense. Yeah. The, the lack of work-life balance and feeling like I can't disconnect, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's difficult, but you know, you get used to it and I'm, I can't believe it's only been six months. You know, I'm like. Six months has flown by. It's insane. Yeah. And it's, I look back and I'm like, what was happening in my life in March? And I just can't even think about it. Cause I'm yeah. like, what? Like my whole, I've become so okay with my situation. Do you feel like there is a creative stilt because you're not able to work with people in person? I mean, I think that you, you kind of brought that up with the in-person interviews. Mm-hmm. They give you a much better sense of who the person is, their character, their personality, which is super important in business, your personality Mm -hmm. and the way that you can handle yourself in front of other people. Do you feel like that has also affected the creativity within the company? And yeah, I, I mean, so a little bit of background, I'm on a social media team and three people of the six people on our team are creatives and, you know, it's very apparent and has been in a conversation on the team that given it's, it's not even the COVID conversation, you know, there's so much going on. There's black lives matter. There's hate speech on Facebook and the boycott and there's the election coming up and there's a lot going on in the social sphere and being an automotive company trying to navigate on social media and what to post. Everything's very political right now too. Yeah. And I, I did a report recently and essentially what was said was people don't really give a crap right now about, I mean, automotive. I mean, yes, big reveals, whatever. Superficial things. No one gives a, yeah, no one cares about superficial things anymore because there's so much going on and COVID has really pointed a finger at like the things in your life that really matter. Like I don't even buy stuff online anymore. I don't even, like I used to care about clothes and shoes and bags and whatever and now I'm just like well I'm stuck at home no one's seeing me and I don't really care to be seen right now like and in terms of working like as an automotive company like what are we what are we trying to do okay we can post as many cool pictures of our cars on Instagram yeah it's fun content that takes you know someone's mind off of what's going on for a second when they scroll past it but like you know at at what point is 
is there just no inspiration left? And that's been a conversation on our team a lot where we're just, we're so unmotivated and, you know, uninspired because there's so many things that, you know, granted, there's a lot of other political things in, in the company as well that, you know, we have to consider and, you know, not posting as much and whatnot. But it just is hard to, you know, want to do all these fun things and want to continue and go back to normal. But like, is this normal now? Like, what are we, what are we doing? Right. You know, right. So it's, it's difficult. COVID has brought us to a place where you kind of recognize the things that truly matter and the things that don't truly matter. I mean, kind of going back to what you're saying about TikTok is like those little things that take your mind off of it mm-hmm. are those little entertaining things, but they're not necessarily superficial. They're just mm-hmm. surface level entertainment. You know, I think that mm-hmm. luxury goods are not as sought after right now because there are so many things going on in our political climate that are so important. And unemployment. That, people and unemployment, so they don't have the money for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of getting back to people trying to figure out how they fit into this world. So we've talked about how it's been for you working in corporate America. How do people find their space in it? That's what the big thing is. And you talked about it a little bit about how, okay, if you want to be a CEO, this is the path that you you might have to take. You might have to get a job right out of college. You might have to move up in the ranks and mm-hmm. get to the point that you want Which to be Which is very at. boring, by the way. Yeah, not something that I could do. <laughs> not I, something that I want to do. <laughs> I've tried I've tried the corporate America thing, and um, I'm making a podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that right now it gives people a very unique opportunity, not only just people who are just graduating, but also people who were let go from their jobs to really look in deep and figure out what they actually want to do in their life. And I think that's a big thing that I want to stress is that like, this is a time for you to be able to do what you want to do and be honest with yourself about what you want to do and not necessarily because it's what you're supposed to do, because what you're supposed to do right now is completely shattered. Like yeah. the, the formula that we have been gone, it's, it's done. We, that formula doesn't exist anymore. You're creating your own formula, which is very unique. So as much as COVID has been super hard, Debbie um, Downer, Debbie Downer on 2020 <laughs> and probably onward yeah. until the next pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It also has the silver lining of giving people the chance to truly figure it out what it is that they want and what they have to do to get there. So for me, I've been talking about getting into life coaching and starting this podcast since I was in LA working out what's trending. And I kept following that, that line of what you have to do because it felt like I needed to, you know, I need to get a job because I need to pay the bills. I want to be in New York city. So I have to get a job so that I can pay New York city bills because they're expensive. Mm -hmm. But now is a very unique time that you can kind of be where, wherever you want. Mm -hmm doing whatever you want Mm -hmm. and there is no this is what you're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. so two things within the happenings of covid you have people who did that path right who went to good college got really good grades really pushed themselves got an internship then got a job then me (laughs) literally me (laughs) you know all within the same company and within three years two years whatever and then you have you know, people, you have people doing that. And as soon as money got tight, company let them go. And at that point, I I can't speak for those people, but if it were me, I would feel like shattered. I would be like, 
I didn't matter enough to this company. I was just thinking, yeah. To have them keep me and my value. They would rather take my salary to pay off debt than to keep me here for the value that I am bringing to the company. And so my second point would be to say, how do you add more value than just the steps that you took to get there? So for example, if you just do that normal path and you know you, you do a good job, you're trustworthy, you're a good employee, you know, people, you know, you have a high output, and you're great, you're a great colleague. That doesn't matter when you're working for a company that A doesn't have great spending habits or B doesn't care about their employees to a point where they would keep them around if shit got tough. And it's like a relationship. If shit gets tough and the person gives up so quickly, then like, okay, what were you to that person? Nothing. So my advice for people who are just coming out of college is to have a secondary skill. It can be something related, it can be something not related. But for example, for me, I guess it, it's a little bit different because I have so many hobbies, but none of them are things that like I can make money off of. I mean, maybe, but you know, I had my major strategic communications, you know, I went into market research and then I went into uh, social media, whatever, marketing. Um, but I always have had the deep uh, inner wanting to continue on my language skills with Mandarin. And that's something that is super important because that's your like tricks of all trade card that you have to hopefully build something else on top of, let's say your business or your company lets you go. All those skills that you just learned for that company, yes, they can carry on with you for your next business adventure, but what else do you have? Like you have kids who are so good at sports their whole life, or they, they sport, 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 sports. They go to Harvard for sports. Harvard level education, probably not coming from where they were or whatever, but they were, they're there for sports. Kid breaks his knee, the, the college lets him go. They're like, okay. And this kid knows nothing else but sports. So in my vision of like having skills and a skill set is not focusing on one thing strictly for your whole life, especially if it's the one thing that can also be your Achilles heel. So for me, like something on my resume that really brought attention, you know, from employers was the Mandarin thing and being in China and, you know, my previous internships in Hong Kong and all that stuff. It's it's a lot of stuff, but, you know, it was always the question. The first question was, oh, you speak Mandarin. And you should want to strive to have not a check the box type of resume, but a like stand out. stand out lines of you know things that people really are like wow this person spent extra time on something other than classes and partying because let's be real if you put yourself in that box then that's what box you're going to be contained in for your whole career you're only that box for an employer so be more like you like you have all the time in the world and that's why I don't have TikTok because people spend <laughs> hours and hours and hours on TikTok. The amount of time that people spent on TikTok, you can learn three languages within a year. I'm not even kidding. Like people go into a dark hole, same with Instagram, and I'm guilty of that. I'm definitely guilty with it for Instagram. You know, and another thing is, is if, you know, if let's say you're like, oh, well, I don't like social media and social media is annoying to me and it makes me intimidated, then you're not following the right things on social media. 
follow, like I follow so many entrepreneurial accounts and entrepreneurial motivation accounts and Gary V and these type of people that are influential. And, you know, let's say you're down in the dumps about something and then you see a post and you're like, wow, this really helped me. Like this really helped me frame my mindset for today and waking up with a positive mindset. And if you like constantly find yourself negatively thinking about, oh, I don't have a skill set. I don't have anything. You got time. Everyone has time right now. Like you're working from home or if you're not, you're at home. Like, you have nothing but time right now nothing to but time. figure out what it is that you want to hone in on. Yeah, and look at Allie. Like, she, during COVID, was like, I got time now to do exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. Podcast, you know, coaching. It's the perfect time. And yeah. there's no excuse. Like, And if it's you- something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, and I've been putting off because of that formula that I thought that I had to follow. Yeah. And... Like your whole first two years out of college were like, I need to follow this formula. Mm-hmm. And then finally. And this was always in the back of my head. I know I want to do that, but when am I going to do it? Yeah. I'm not going to do it today because I have to be at work from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Because I have so many things on my desk that I yeah. need to get done. And then the next day goes by and the next day goes by and it's Saturday and you want to hang out with your friends. Yeah. And that's how life was before COVID hit. It was always going to work. Having your Saturday, hanging out with your friends, Sunday, getting your life together, going to work again for a week, and you lose sight on those things that you're excited about. People get so caught up, used to it, and they're like, I'm okay with being a mid level employee. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you have any entrepreneurial bone in your body, you know that that's not okay, but you have to listen to that. Yeah. Most people don't listen to it. And it's so hard to listen to that because, like, I do. It's, it's secure. I, I knew that I, I didn't. Mm hmm. I never fit into it. (laughs) No. It was never meant to be. No. But I, and I knew that, but I didn't listen to it because again, that's what I was supposed to do. And like you said, it's secure or Mm. it felt secure, but here's the thing. You got, it's not secure. (laughs) Most people got fired. Like it's not secure. It's an illusion of safety. Yeah. And it's an illusion of a salaried payment. Like, oh, every week I get paid a thousand dollars. Great. This will fund my life. Yeah. Newsflash, if you're 24 and you live in Northern Virginia or New York or whatever, a thousand bucks a week doesn't get you sh- nothing. It does not. It, you, your life. you, as much, like the, it's, the, the more you make, the more you spend. I promise you that as a 24 year old, you get into that cycle. Whether or not you can break that cycle is fine. Start saving money. Great. But I'm a live your life kind of person and I don't like saying no to things like Same. like really I want to have experiences it. and I want to do things and you know you're young whatever but you know but then oh oh and then you have all this stuff and then bang you get fired how much does that stuff matter to you now it doesn't it doesn't and that's where everyone's at right now is you're in this space and I think that also it goes into you know you saying being 24 years old living in New York City living in Northern Virginia there is this idea of where you want to be out of the feeling of FOMO. I think FOMO plays into a lot of it. Mm -hmm. That's why you're paying for the drinks when you go out. You're going out because of FOMO. That's why you want to live in New York City because that's the thing to do. Right now, life has put us all in a very unique position that we can be wherever we want to be and everyone is, everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's leaving New York City because it costs way more than it should to live there. Crime rates are going up. Obviously, COVID hit really hard. People are going home, living with their parents. And I think that feeling of FOMO is kind of going away as this formula is going away, which is really cool. 
you were saying the skill sets that you build out specifically for that job. Um, and that's mm-hmm. all you have. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned something about how moving forward, it definitely will help you in what you're doing mm-hmm. um, in your next career path or your next job. I have recognized through my own path of I have had three jobs. I got let go from one due to budget. I quit my second one, got let go from my third one. And I have taken something from each of those. Mm -hmm. And yes, I was able to apply it to the next job that I was in. But Mm -hmm. beyond that, right now, building out my own thing, every skill that I've learned through every one of those jobs is putting me in the exact space that I need to be for this this right now. Whether it's working at a PR firm where I was doing a lot of the admin work and running Excel spreadsheets where, you know, I I kept all the information for the Mm -hmm. budget Mm -hmm. or whether it was, you know, working at what's trending where I was a part of the creative and I was posting things online every day, learned how to market in Mm -hmm. a certain way Mm -hmm. using social media, um, staying Mm -hmm. on top of the trends. Mm -hmm. Every job that I've had has given me a unique skill that I can take and bring them all together for this for this yeah so i think that there is if there's one thing that i want to say to the people who have already started out their career path and maybe COVID hit you in a way that it's hit so many people and right now you don't really know what you're gonna do you might have an idea of what you want to do but you're a little bit scared to take that leap and like i said the formula is broken you don't know what it looks like in a year Mm -hmm. you don't know what your life looks like you can take these these skills that you have from the job or jobs that you have had in the past and apply them, like find, figure out what it is that makes you happy, what you're passionate about, what lights your soul on fire. How can you take that and make money from it? Yeah. Um, so this is one thing that I've learned is people rationalize and make excuses for their failures. And like you just said, you took your failures and you were like, this all came together and made me be able to do what I'm doing now. A lot of people don't see that. And a lot of people just rationalize and say, oh, well, I just need to, I just need to uh, do, do this or uh, do that. And maybe, maybe it'll be better. I need to apply for another corporate job or whatever. Um, Keep trying the same thing over and over again until it sticks. Yeah. And, you know, for example, like people tend to, overestimate what they can do in one year but underestimate what they can do in five and this has two meanings for me because it shows that people want to instantly start a business and instantly start making money but that's just not how it is oh no it's not how it is no. you need to put time and effort and make your whole life about something to make it work because it's about the intention if your intention is to make money a lot of people will see that and probably stray away mm-hmm. But if your intention is to actually make change into the wonderful changing world that we're you know, living in now and the problematic world, people love that. Mm-hmm. That's where the, those brands are shining right now. All of those brands that have always given back, all of those are shining right now. No intention of trying to make money. It's just some person trying to make change. And yeah, they make money on the side for whatever, but all of those brands are doing really well right now. But then going back to my saying, People rationalize why they didn't succeed so quickly. And, you know, I, for example, like it's been almost three years and I'm still in like a B 
basically a beginner level job, you know, and it's been three years. You know, I went from intern to coordinator, you know, and it, most people are just like, oh, okay. That's normal. That's so normal. Yeah, Great. it's okay. That's you're, a, and you're it's exactly where you need to be. Exactly where you need to be, and that's fine. But do I feel in any way discouraged that I'm still there? No, because I'm learning so much. And I already, I mean, I already know that all the skills I'm going to take, I'm going to take into my own beast, which is going to be my entrepreneurial envi- like envisionment into something in my vision. But it's been three years. And do I care? No. Have I learned a lot? Loved it. Yes. And I, great friends that I've made along the way. I'm going to stick it out. I'm here. I have a job through COVID. I'm super excited. But the second part of the saying is people underestimate what they can do in five. This meaning that people don't realize the impact that time, energy, and effort opportunity has in five years' time. Let's say Allie, you know, does this podcast. And she, let's say she started this podcast a year ago or whatever, um, and then she keeps working at it. She is really engaging with her fans, you know, really spreading the word, really, like, really trying to, you know, bridge the the gap with, you know, the podcast and coaching and, you know, really giving people a great outlet for young, for young people. And, you know, that's what she's doing now. And let's say five years down the road, it's super successful. And the reason being is because she made her whole life about it and really put in time and effort, but it wasn't getting discouraged along the way. I mean, yes, there's going to be bumps, but like, like, do you think that things pop out of nowhere? And that's why TikTok bothers me in general. Because it's a, it's an instant it's win. It's, it's, it's an instant win. And all because people are sad and bored and like want funny, clippable content, snackable content. And it has its place. Totally. But, you know, those people are forever going to be TikTok people. Will they be able to work corporate jobs? No, they don't need to. Whatever. Will they learn admin stuff from a PR company? No, they don't need to. Doesn't matter. Who cares? But it's your path and the time that it takes to do something and to build something that you call your own it takes a lot of time and people need to realize that and stop using other people's judgment and using other people's timelines as a judgment on their success with their with their business or with their venture. Yeah, I think that's the biggest um, thing that I hope people take out of this podcast in general. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm going to be interviewing a bunch of different people and all of them have different paths or yeah. doing different things. Hopefully each interview will give someone at least one nugget that they can take away and teach them something new. But like you just said, every, you cannot compare yourself to someone else's timeline because every path is going to look so different. And like, when I say find what you want to do, what makes you excited about life, what you're passionate about and find a way to make money on that. I don't mean you're going to make money today. I don't mean that you're going to make money tomorrow. I'm saying right now we're at a very unique time in our life where we can stay at home without the FOMO. We can yes, put exactly. down put down the work and the hours because that's all we have is hours. And we can work towards our goals and like build out what we want. I'm not saying you necessarily have to build out your own career. That's not what this is all about or, or build out your own business. Um, it's anything though. It's it's honing in on those skills. And, and it may take you three years to learn the language that you want to learn fluently, but you but then you know that, a language. But then you know a language and you have that leg up. So in three years, when you have that language, you go in for a job interview and you have to do some international communication. Boom. 
you have a leg up compared to the other person who has spent five months learning it. The first thing I have in my cover letter when I was applying to jobs, the first thing I said was, I know Mandarin, and because of that, I can communicate with 1.4 billion more people than someone who doesn't speak Mandarin. Boom. Boom. Like, that in and of itself, the ability to communicate. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to touch on something that you said um, because, you know, we, have, we all have time to do what we want to do. And following your passion, right? A lot of people don't want to follow their passion. And, you know, we talked about this with rationalizing, just being like, oh, I have to take this path because someone told me I have to and someone else's timeline, you know. And also I want to say if that's the path that you decide to take, that's totally fine. Yeah. That's your path. Be happy with the life that you're living. But continue. I want to use my brother as an example because my brother hated school, never did school, never liked it, super into sports, all-time like top state wrestler, very good at soccer, very good at volleyball, just super athletic, loved playing video games, loved it to a point where he knew he wanted to make his life about that. Back in 2010, my dad being the entrepreneur that he was, was like, there is no way that you can make a career out of gaming. Fast forward to 2020, esports is a $3 billion industry. And my brother, who was ahead of the curve 10 years ago, is sitting there laughing. And he is a super successful streamer, but he didn't listen to someone else's timeline. He didn't, he didn't need to go to school. He, he knew he wasn't good at that. He didn't want to go to college. He, he tried for a semester. He knew it wasn't good. He listened to his gut and did basically the exact opposite of what everything in his world told him to do. And one thing that my brother's really good at is also speaking to other people, similar to how Allie does her life coaching. My brother has a similar certificate to do that. And you know what he did was he bridged gaming and life coaching together because there's actually a lot of people that game have a lot of help that they need um, psychologically and um, you know, being telehelped. And my brother bridged the two together. And now he has, you know, a up and coming business of helping young kids who love gaming, but do feel that pressure from their parents to get off the mother, you know, the, get off the game. Um, <laughs> sorry, um, to get off the game. But, and that's something that he wanted to do and he followed his gut. Yeah. And if there's anything that always works, it's bridging two things that a lot of people don't think go together. And I've talked to you about this before, Ali. It's like randomly, like there's so many industries that came out of two things that no one thought should be together, but they ended up together. And, it's, and they just, they're a perfect couple. Yeah. Like life coaching and gaming. Random. random. So random. Makes sense. And I'm trying to think of another example, but like they all come out of just pure genius because it's something that no one even expected, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, the digital age is weird and it's allowing people to spend time on possibly making even more random things happen and, you know, helping people and especially during a time of it's needed craziness. Yeah. yeah. And my brother's helping people do that. Like yeah. he constantly is like, you know what? I talked to this kid today and I feel like I really made a difference. But also he's playing, the best playing League of Legends at the same time and it's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's interesting that, that you can do that and it's just so helpful for people and. I think Allie also is, you know, doing something here that's like very impactful and the intention is great and it's what everyone needs, I think, right now. So, yeah, I'm really excited because I do feel like right now is a unique time 
and I keep saying that, but I think that what I'm doing right now is so much more important than it was two years ago when I first thought about doing this podcast and like beyond the podcast, but also becoming a life coach. I think that I had to wait to do it because yeah. where we're at right now, first of all, I had to learn a lot. And I've, I've been through a lot in the last two years that has given me wisdom to be there for people. And yeah, I think that right now we need that kind of help more than ever because everyone is confused. No one lo- knows what this life looks like and that's okay. You don't have to know what that looks like. All you need to know is who you are as a person. So lots of conversations like this Mm -hmm. with the people that you love. And, you know, that's what I'm going to be doing with my life coaching is having similar conversations with my clients and asking them certain questions to help them kind of identify who they are as a person, what they want from life. And once you really dig down deep and you acknowledge, once you speak it out loud that that's what excites you and that's what you want to be doing with your life, it's so much easier to Mm -hmm. put it into fruition and make it happen yeah once you get rid of the distraction so pre-covid this high stress work environment once you get rid of distractions and fomo and you start feeding that like inner gut beast that's like you know what uh kaylina or you know what Allie, you're really good at this why don't you spend time in doing that once you get rid of the distractions, that voice becomes louder. And it's I think it's like up to the person to figure out how much they want to listen to it. Yeah. There is a balance oh, with everything. Totally. I mean, there but... was a day that I finally, like I said, there, there was like a web of things that happened that made me realize, okay, this is what I need to be doing. Why the f- are you, why are you not doing this? Mm-hmm. Nothing but time. You've been sitting in your bed. You've been making TikToks. You've been hanging out with your sister, putting makeup on and going for picnics every day for the last two weeks. Like, what is that doing? I mean, it's what am I self-care, doing? but you know. Totally. But, and it, it was great because I needed that time to get back into a healthy headspace myself. We mm-hmm. all have moments where things happen in life. Yeah. And we hit our, our own versions of low. And it's up to us to bring ourselves out of it. And like, it happens on our own time. Yeah. But for me, it was just like a correlation of things that happened. One of them being the conversation that we had at the beginning of quarantine about how you can fit into this new world. And that's when I realized I already know what I want to do with my life. Everyone Why? everyone knows. Everyone knows. And that's it's listening thing. to it. And that's the thing. That's the biggest thing with life coaching is you already have the wisdom within yourself. You already know. Most people know yeah. before they do something bad that it's bad. Yeah. You already know. Yeah. You just need to listen to your gut. So like life coaching kind of puts you in a space where you have to. For It's, it's totally yeah. all about accountability. It's about account- accountability and honesty with yourself. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the biggest that. thing that I've learned through COVID, honestly, is being honest with myself. Yeah. For sure. Because there's so many things that distract you on the day-to-day and, you know, just so many thoughts that run through your head that just kind of manipulate the way you give excuses for why you don't do something and, you know, just really listening and understanding like what your what the truth is for yourself is good yeah and I think that's the most important thing and and for me it was finally recognizing that okay yeah I've been sitting around for however long making these TikToks doing really nothing I needed it in the time that I was doing it but I woke up one day yeah I woke up one day though and you know I had this conversation with you and I was like why am I not having this conversation with you on a podcast that other people can listen to it and feel inspired? Mm-hmm. Why am I not 
having the conversation with, you know, Ella, who I'm going to interview about having the work-life balance and having, you know, if you are working in a, in a corporate America job, having something outside of your job that keeps you excited because maybe your job doesn't give you the creative, the creativity that you want, or Mm -hmm. it doesn't fuel your fire in the same way that, you know, a side hustle that you are excited about could. But why am I not having that conversation on a podcast that someone can listen to it and relate to it and hopefully push them to go where they want to go? Why am I sitting around here and having these conversations with people, you know, everyone calling me about their relationship drama or calling me about their career drama and asking for advice, which by the way, as a life coach, I'm not allowed to give. (laughs) (laughs) But why am I not having these conversations with other people that I don't know and bringing my skill of helping people and making them feel comfortable beyond just the people that I love. Yeah. Why can't I, which like, I love everyone. I'll I'll meet you and I love you. (laughs) But, But why am I not having these conversations with other people to do more? I needed to go through these, these like different things and put them together to recognize and be honest with myself that this is what I want to do. You can, you can, Tell a horse to go to a pond and get water, and it probably it's won't not understand. Gonna do it. It's not going to do but it. But if you show them yeah. through experience, and hey, you got to go around the bend, up the hill, and there's the pond. Yeah. If the horse experiences that itself, us being the horses, <laughs> you will know what to do. And however many steps it takes, however many mistakes, however many experiences, I like to call mistakes experiences. Yeah. Because there are no mistakes. No negative, no negative words. There are but no mistakes in life. If you, if you guide the horse there, if you guide yourself there, if you feed and give that energy to the beast that is your gut feeling or is your passion in life. Like, I love rollerblading. Is it the lamest thing ever? Yes. Am I going to still do it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Does it Why do anything for me? Maybe I get nice thighs and a nice buttocks, but, like, whatever. It's weird and fun, and I like doing it. Like, did I do I let other people drag me down and tell me, oh, that's weird. You shouldn't do that. That's awkward. Why would you do that? No. But, like, put yourself in that situation for your career. Yeah. I mean, totally. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. How like, many, screw How it. many people hear the word life coach, and they think, who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're there. Oh. Okay. So is my neighbor. Yeah, right? Or (laughs) Or the girl, so is the girl that I I met at Starbucks the other day. But there are these connotations that people have with things that you do in your life that make you happy. Yeah. And if it makes you happy, if if you wake up every day and you feel energized and ready to go do something and you feel like you're making a difference in people's lives and that fills your soul, then why are you not going to do that? Or on the flip side, if you work in corporate America and you need something that is going to make you happy, why would you not do that because of other people's judgments? Exactly. So I think that that's like kind of just a really cool place that we're at. As crazy as this time has been, as crazy as COVID has made the world. And ourselves. And ourselves. We are in a space where we get to build our path. We don't have to follow a formula. We get to make the formula. And being adjustable and, and versatile. Being, yeah. And, and learning and growing through everything that you do. And being okay with the, I mean quote-unquote failures because they're not failures they are just a bump in the road that is helping you become who you're supposed to be like at the end of the day everything that you do is exactly what you're supposed to be doing in that moment yes because you're going to learn from it whether it's a relationship whether it's career no matter what 
experience you're going through in life, you can pull something out of it that is going to bring you to your best version of yourself in the future. Everything that you do in your life, every experience you have, you made a decision at that moment with the information that you had at that moment. Yeah. It's unfortunate that maybe later on you figure something out and you're like, oh, that was a mistake. Whatever. I have this a part of COVID and a part of me being, you know, in my apartment. <laughs> I made an affirmation board, which highly recommend you guys should do. Um, it's very interesting to have all your learnings come to um, a page or to come to a board. But one of one of mine is live the truth, learn everything, forgive yourself, forget the bad. And that's a, the tiered approach that I take to like all of my decision making. So I think live the truth would be very relevant here with living and wanting to pursue stuff that maybe is taboo or maybe is not the path that your parents thought you should take or whatever. They, you see this happen all the time, you know, in China too. Like so many students, they want to go into something more creative. But in Chinese culture, it's like, you know, you want to, parents want their kids to go into a more financially logical industry so like you know finance or accounting or business development or whatever but you know some people just want to do art let them do art mm -hmm. you know like do whatever you want to do you know if you make money at it if not whatever but i know someone who does etsy and makes uh six figures on the side of their nine to five mm -hmm. so why like why wouldn't you do that right and i kind of want to go off what you were just saying about if you want to do art do art totally do art have the other skills though yes to be able to market that art in yep. the right way so that you can reach your full potential so that goes into not just having one skill so yep. you might be a great painter Balance. you might be a great painter but if no one sees your paintings in the right way if they're not put in the right forum then no one's going to be buying your paintings and you're not going to be making the money so i think that like that also here is a huge connection to everything that we're saying is just don't pigeonhole yourself into one idea of what you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Don't pigeonhole yourself into this is my skill. This is what I'm good at. This is what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. Find the multiple things that you're good at. Like I understand social media marketing because I've worked in that. I yeah. studied broadcast journalism. So I understand how to make a podcast. So everything that's happening here, <laughs> like I, this all came together in this whole situation like yeah. every skill that I, you have yeah. I was able to you know the excel spreadsheets that are now helping me budget everything that I'm doing for building out my own business which I never thought that I would do and then I'm taking the thing that has always made me the most excited which is helping people and I'm and talking to people and, I'm, and talking to people and I'm doing both of those with the life coaching and the podcasting so I've taken all of these different skills that I would say I mean, I'm not, I'm not that good at Excel, but... <laughs> Better than someone who doesn't know how to do it. You never used it, which I hadn't before I had the job. Trial and error. A trial and error. Yeah. I'm all about trial and error. But, Even with this recording thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's been fun. But if I, you know, thought, okay, if I, if I graduated from high school and I was like, oh, I really want to help people, I'm going to start a life coaching business. And I hadn't had all the skills to You would have no idea. It, I would have no idea. You know, so I think that it's just really important to, like she was saying, if you want to be an artist, go be an artist, but also make sure that you, you know what you need to do to be able to market yourself in the right way to be able to be successful in mm -hmm. that. So have the multiple skills. Yes, your art speaks for itself, but it needs to get out there to be able to speak. 
Yeah. It's super important to kind of go back to Mm -hmm. what Kaylina was saying of not just having one skill um, and and finding a way to stick out of the crowd. And it's not an easy thing. I mean, again, like we said earlier, it's going to take time. So much time. So much time. And effort. So much effort. (laughs) Like, if your whole life isn't about it, then, like, why are you doing it? Yeah. You know, what makes you happy? Yeah. So. I want everyone to look at where we're at right now. You know, whether you just graduated, whether you're graduating next year, or you got let go from a job due to COVID. Take this time and really look internal and be honest with yourself about what you want to be doing all of the skills that you have been working on for years Mm -hmm. and how can I do that and live my life to my greatest potential doing what I love and how can I make myself happy? Even if that is working a corporate job and then having something that gets you excited outside of work. I think that right now gives us a real chance to figure out what it is that we love and how we can incorporate it into our lives to be our happiest selves. Mm-hmm. And and don't look at other people's timelines. Don't look at their paths because every path looks different. And I think that we're all, yes, in very similar situations right now with COVID. Um, so many people losing their jobs. But what you're going to do next, the way that you're going to step your foot back into the working world is going to be different than your best friend. You know, yeah. like me and Kalina have taken very different paths. But I mean, also have been able to bounce off of each other and grow each other in so many different ways, um, which is awesome. So talk to the people that you love and figure out the best way that you can move forward. And like, maybe they'll give you something, a little nugget that you can take. And with that information, you can be a better version of yourself. But but don't compare because every path is looking different. Right now is the first time that I would say young people don't have to have the fear of FOMO because we're all in the same position that... Instagram gives people enough FOMO anyways, so just take the L and just be like, okay, whatever. (laughs) And also kind of going off of what Kaylina was saying earlier about, you know, following people on Instagram who make you feel good. You know, you don't have to take a social media cleanse if the social media that you're consuming isn't hurtful to you. So identify those things, you know? Like if you – and identify your self-consciousness too. Like if you know that – you're self-conscious about something about yourself, then why are you following people online that bring out that self-consciousness? That's just a recipe for negativity on yourself. And, you know, just don't do it. Like, I refuse to follow any type of model ever. I'm like, (laughs) what is this going to do to me? Like, I know I'm not six foot, whatever. Yeah. I'm five one. Like, And also finding the beauty in that. Like, Yes, exactly. We're both five. I'm five foot. She's five foot one. But, like, There's beauty in every type of person. And I think that it's super important to recognize the beauties within yourself. And like, if seeing someone six foot is going to hurt you, remove it from your life. Remove, block, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anything else that you want to say? Yeah, I just say like, thanks for having me on. Um, I love talking to you. We always have like great conversations. Um, And, you know, I have very close circles and I only take advice from a a finite amount of people who really want to see the best in me. So I think uh, my last piece of advice would be, you know, if you're seeking help or seeking advice from anyone, make sure it's either a professional or someone that really has their their best foot forward for you and their best intention for you. And that's something that I have seen success with always. Yeah. So keep your, keep your circle close when it comes to advice and, you know, really honing in on even listening to yourself. Find your alley. (laughs) 
That's cute. I try. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Kay. Yeah. I love you. I love you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you were able to take something from that conversation that Kaylina and I had. I know that we both left it feeling super inspired, excited about what the future holds for us, and ready to take on our next steps. And I hope that you feel the same fire after listening to it that we did. If you are interested in having a conversation like this in a more one-on-one manner, go to my website, AllieDeets.com, or visit my podcast Instagram account, Young Adult Podcast. Feel free to DM me, comment on anything if you have any questions. Do not hesitate to reach out. I love you guys, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. 